Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where we bring you insightful, liberating, intuitive people from around the globe. The self-discovery is just but a show away. Do enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life with me, your host, Sarah Troy. This is heard on Discovery of Self with Sarah, as well as selfdiscoveryradio.com. If you are with us on Blog Talk Radio, do come over to uh, selfdiscoveryradio.com and see all the other 1,400 wonderful shows that we have for you to hear on demand. Today I'm going to be talking about a long dream, long dreamt. You know, we have those visions, those dreams, those fancies, those desires um, for various as- uh, places in our life and things that we wish that we could do. And over the years I've had many, many a dream of things that I would like to accomplish, things I'd like to build, so systems I would like to develop. And uh, life takes you along a different path and it takes you to where could essentially need to go in order to learn and gather the tools and if that dream is meant to be the things that you do along the way will seed it and become the building blocks become the foundation for it so I'm going to share a few of those dreams that I have had and how I see that they could be possible today I am a spiritual person always have been always will be I live by my divine intellect I embrace the soul, the heart, the spirit, and an open mind. Um, I do not believe that spirituality and humanity are separate. I believe they have been. And this is what the crutch of the problem is, is that people haven't been living in their consciousness, in their spirituality. Um, It's been very much a humanoid world of flight or fright um, or you know, fear-based, control-based, anger-based, um, kill or be killed, and that is near thunderical survival. And we are more intelligent that today. We have so much more that we can build, and so much more that we can evolve to be. And that requires an open mind. And I think that is the biggest detriment that humanity has is um, the opening of the mind is not as prevalent as we would like to see. Uh, There's some still very close-minded people out there because they've been conditioned to be so, because they're too afraid to open their mind, because they don't want to take accountability of their own thoughts, um, and because in being an open mind and embracing all those possibilities means you've actually got to act on them. So a lot of it can be even simply laziness. But that open mind needs to be there because we cannot evolve, we cannot grow, we cannot save this planet or ourselves without doing so. And when people say to you, I'm only one person, what can I do? Uh, What you can do is be the best you that you can possibly be. Now that doesn't mean going out and being the richest, the most popular, the most obnoxious, that 1%. It means about becoming abundant and enriched in mind, body, spirit and soul. It is about loving who you are and what you're doing, living in your meaningful purpose and being of service to humanity. I think the fundamental thing that humans have to get into their mind is this. When you're a happy, fulfilled heart, mind, soul, 
body. When you are at one with self in wholeness, in that beautiful abundance of who you are, your cup runneth over and serves everyone else. Being the best you can be, living authentically to your purpose, loving what you're doing, loving the people around you, really feeling you're contributing to life and that life is fulfilling you is really where the riches lie. Yes, we all need money and business has to be conducted. We are living in a material world, but we have to understand those materials are there to help us with our needs, help us to grow, not become the doctrine, not become the dictatorial of our lives. The moment you become a slave to the material, you've lost yourself. I say go out and get as rich as you possibly can as long as it's done ethically. But what you do with that money is defining you. Are you going to reseed opportunities for other people? Are you going to build something that enables other people to grow? Are you going to be contributors to the world in new innovations, in new possibilities that helps mankind? There is an obligation to being rich, financially rich. That obligation is to take that money and yes, obviously, most certainly, um, fortify oneself and, and have cars and houses if that's what you want. But make sure that a good chunk of that money goes back into society, giving that opportunity of enrichment to other people, or simply helping people out of poverty and to becoming a workforce, to becoming a community, to not having to live in crime or sickness or fear because poverty has overruled. So here is one of the dreams that I had way back, 2001. 2000, I asked my husband for a divorce, an end of a marriage, an end of an era, and a beginning of Sarah. I had lost me for quite a while, and it took a while to get me back. And when I did, I knew that of being of service to mankind is something that I had to do. If I wasn't being useful, I didn't see the point in being here. And my, I started a company called The Art of Positive Living. I had discovered True Colors and I had been practicing uh, The View of Life, which is a wonderful uh, little program that we do, which gives you an assessment of where you are right now in your life, your perspective of it. And I combined them together along with my spirituality and numerology and other things to help people understand who they are, where they are, and what their possibilities are. And I really did enjoy doing that, but it was a little ahead of its time and people weren't ready for it. And a businesswoman, I'm not. I see those possibilities for other people, but I'm not one of these financial type people. Just I wasn't given that gene. So I probably gave away more than I received because I hate to see people downtrodden and I wanted to see them get back up on their own feet. So a lot of my services were given away. But of course, what it was doing was draining me physically, emotionally, spiritually, and also financially, because I couldn't afford to keep doing this and sustain. So um, another direction was given to me in 2005, and I took that, which I'm glad I did, because it led to all sorts of other things. But in 2001, I wanted to find an old house with lots of big rooms, like a big Victorian house with lovely big rooms. 
and convert it into a place where you could go for yoga, acupuncture, massage therapy, aromatherapy, spiritual counseling, even have a juice and healthy food bar, um, a meeting room for people to have gatherings, um, and a, you know, a place where you could go to where people could practice their work because uh, they had a place to do it in, um, but people could have a membership too, and they could pop in so many times a week for whatever session they needed and, uh, and then be on their way. But part of the proceeds of that membership allowed so many people to come in every week for free services. Um, mums that were completely burnt out and that needed that release because, you know, the kids were driving her crazy. Um, you know, even dads that were juggling everything and that needed that help. Uh, single, you know, parents that were having a hard time trying to be everything and no release and no outlet for themselves and getting depleted in their health because everything was going on the kids. And even the homeless people that needed that kind of tender loving care and even getting the health and the equilibrium bath and that spiritual counseling to help them get back on their feet should they choose that path. So this was something that I wanted to do. It didn't come about because of course I'm not good on the money side. It was also a little ahead of its time. But that's okay because it's still something that could be done today and in some places is being done um, because some people did have that business savvy. As I said um, uh, in 2005, I went in a different direction and I actually went over with somebody to Taiwan to bring back electric bicycles. And um, we were going to import these electric bicycles into the world and my friend Bill Mackey looked at it and said, they are charging you too much, you're not going to get the return, it cannot be re um, repaired, um, don't do this venture. And instead he said, I have an electric motor design that we could try instead and that took us down a totally different path. The electric motor proved concept, uh, mathematically it was apparently never able, uh, never would have worked um, uh, from the mathemati mathematician's point of view. It did work, it proved to be uh, something with such incredible quantum energy um, but it never went where we thought it was going to go, i.e. bikes, cars, industry, uh, heavy and light industry, it just didn't get there because we hit the 2008 and 2009 crash. And that was okay because the motor and all its philosophy and math, although still can be an apparatus that can be used in industry, ended up being a mathematical equation for something else that uh, Bill Mackey is doing today, um, the Q-Factor app, which you can find on livingfractals.com. So that journey took me down the next 10 years from 2006 to, to now. But in the meantime, um, it, you know, I, I went from, you know, selling everything I had to getting behind the motor uh, to losing everything and living outside of my car. And desperately, desperately, desperately hanging on to my soul and my spirit and my belief, um, even, you know, facing the poverty and the down and out, my health getting worse. And it w became a real crutch there for me for a while, you know, like, Every time I stood up and thought I was going in the right direction, the rug would be pulled underneath and no, you're not. And it was back in 2012, um, during a depression uh, bout that I get, 
and when I get very, very depressed, I need to go and do something. So I was on Facebook and on other places, people who were having problems, I would just give counseling ideas to them because if I wasn't proactive, I was going to give in to the depression. And uh, through that, somebody noticed a comment I had done, went to my site and said, I think you should have your own radio show. And that started my radio career. So now it is, uh, I'm in my fifth year as radio hosting, coming up to my third year of having my own station. Um, over 550 shows personally myself and over 1,400 shows collectively on the station, never mind what I did with the other network. I have interviewed some people that are liberating, illuminating, invigorating, inspiring, and they're out there doing this wonderful divine work. This is the thing now. We're looking at business as a conscious business. We're looking at integrating the soul and the spirit and the conscious work into business. It isn't a separation. You cannot be like church allows you to be. Sunday you're all good and holy and you're holy terror for the rest of the week. This is about living in an authentic consciousness of love and kindness and consideration and collaboration. You cannot be to your society until you are to yourself. And it is about finding that ethical, authentic self of self-love and self-respect and self-value that you find something that is meaningful to you that you build that now serves society. But that doesn't mean you give it away. It means that you generate a business out of it because every single human being has the right to earn a living. We all need a roof over our heads, food in our stomach. We all need to have those things that we want in life, to take a trip, to go out for dinner, to see friends, to spoil the children, the grandchildren. And we have every single right to earn a living. So, with all these shows that we've done on selfdiscoveryradio.com, which I invite you to go over and have a look, we have gathered some most beautiful people that are out there doing this work that have been successful in business. And in these shows, we have discovered how. How did they do it? What was their mind uh, approach to it? Uh, what are the tools that they use? Um, what have the things that are needed in order to achieve all of this. And it's been quite intriguing to hear and learn um, the new ways of doing business. And of course, the new ways of doing business isn't the old-fashioned marketing. It's a social media marketing now. And it's not even marketing anymore. It's um, inspiration for invitation. And it's about interacting. Nobody wants just a huge big ad in their face blasting at you. They want an invitation, and that invitation is only going to be looked at if it's inspirational. And so people's stories, the stories that I've covered here on Self-Discovery Radio, um, people who have had cancer, people whose children have died, uh, divorce, um, uh, physical abuse, mental abuse, um, mental disorders, um, being burnt all over their body, physical challenges, um, handicaps, and yet they found a way to overcome. They found a way to live a full life. They found a way to take their pain and their suffering and put it into something that's become meaningful and purposeful in helping society. Truly, their hell became their gift 
and is now a gift to us. This is what all of these shows bring to you, all of these interviews bring to you, is this wonderful knowledge of how they overcame, how they do it now, the kind of mindset and tools that they use so that we can learn how to do it on our own journeys. There is no one size fits all. We're all different types of personalities. We all look at life from a different perspective. Understanding what that perspective is, how to stay in your zone, the Q Factor app will help you with that. How to honor who we are and what we're here for, which sometimes means breaking away from that job that's no longer serving you, from the people that's no longer serving you, from family that's holding you back, from walking away from a life you know and honoring who you are and taking yourself on your own self-discovery journey to become who you're meant to be and what you were designed to do. You can only achieve all of this if you're willing to open your mind. You can only achieve all of this if you're willing to open your heart. You can only achieve all of this if you're going to listen to your spiritual intellect, your soul intellect. And you're only going to achieve this if you get into spirited action. Because it requires you to participate, to interact. That's what life is about. It's not about me against the world. It's about us. But it's not about giving up of yourself to be part of the collective, the Borg. It's about you being as full and abundant as you can be and then joining the we the global community the global village and helping one another in all of our beautiful expertises and building that feast for all to eat from that is what it's about so now I'm looking at a different stage in my life I'm at that crossroads again the radio station means a great deal to me the people I get to meet, the stories I get to hear, the things I get to learn about myself, the answers that are out there in virtually every health issue there is, the healing that is out there, the emotional and physical and spiritual support that is out there is so illuminating. It is so invigorating. It is so awesomely, hopefully um, inviting. So what I want to do in the next phase, in the next year or two, is look to actually having a physical village. Looking to have a place where people can go to. People who want to be coaches or counselors or healers or quantum healers or train in this field and train in that field and have a place that they can come to to get that training. Where people can come to to get healed. But it is like a retreat it's like a village that you go to where everybody there is on the same page now it's not just around the wellness community it's around the business community how to change the consciousness of business of industry of corporations how to change that mindset into valuing everybody in that business from the janitor up and giving them that value how to embrace the people that work within you in that corporation and look to each one of them's unique value. How to discover what that unique value is. How to learn to integrate it, to listen to it, to understand what it is, 
learning to listen to one another. No hierarchy, no one percent at the top of the ivory tower. Collaboration. Cohesive collaboration where everybody benefits, where everybody gets the bonus, where everybody celebrates the successes, where everybody pulls together when it comes to the challenges. Because this is the new conscious business. It is about in liberty, freedom, dignity, and integrity, conducting business with people in a in a self-honor, a self-pride, and in respect for the people that you are working with and working for. The only way we're going to change this world around is when the business and the wellness world, and the wellness world is the whole wellness, mind, body, and soul. Only when we bring those two together are we going to find that equilibrium. Scientists today are finally realizing that people that live in spirit, in consciousness, are living in the quantum energy. They're in the flow. They're riding those vibrations. They're in the frequency. They're on that wavelength. They don't need to measure it. They don't need to talk about it in that sense because they're living it. And scientists are beginning to understand how to measure it and realize that that spirituality that people live in is a physical thing that is measured mathematically, quantumly, and that absolutely every single thing on this world has an energy signature. Energy needs to grow, it needs to flow, it needs to move, it does not like to be static. And this is why we as human beings need to grow, need to flow, need to always be on the move, need to keep our bodies moving, our minds moving, our possibilities moving. Be invitational, be inspirational, be invigorating, be a participant in life. And you will see the difference that we can create when we come together. I am compiling for all the people that I've interviewed on the station a list of people that I think can make this happen. People that are truly and utterly authentic in their gifts, their style, their ability to truly help humanity. People who want to completely start in a new place and want to be permanent. Those that just want to come in and do seminars or even do it virtually through the, through the community. I'm about to go over to uh, the islands here in, in BC because that's my change now, is my physical environment. I need to go somewhere where you can truly and utterly feel the vibrational energy from the earth, where it aligns with that cosmic energy and where the people around me are like souls. I'm hoping that my dream in the next couple of years, two, three years, will present itself. I know with Bill Mackey, he's designed the most beautiful uh, building that um, people can come to for conferences. Um, and people can do workshops in and it, it's really quite exquisite and it's actually designed in such a way that it actually produces its, its own energy, own divine energy and own physical energy. When we decide to stop stereotyping, when we decide to open up our mind to the possibilities, when we decide that 
contribution, collaboration, participation is the way to go, we start becoming that solution. It starts with us first though. We've got to be the people that are willing to step up and be accountable for our own sayings, our own choices, um, embracing our own soul, our own divine intellect, letting it resonate with our heart in compassion and understanding, going to our spirit in action, opening up our minds so our mind knows what it needs to know at the time it needs to know it. That knowingness. You don't need to validate, explain. It is. It simply is. And when we decide to live in that it is moment, when we decide to embrace what is, what is possible, and allow the universe to talk to us, to guide us, in that unison, in that partnership of human and cosmic energy, we become a divine being that is unstoppable. And when we decide to take our divine beingness and collaborate with other people without ego, without hierarchy, but as a collaboration and respect of what each other brings to the table, then we are really truly building something that has a collaborative energy that can only grow. We do not all learn or listen or understand in the same way. We're not meant to. There are four key perspectives and those four key perspectives helps us understand how we process things. Um, you can give the same sentence to everybody and each person will come back with those at least four different understandings of what that statement is. Absolutely nothing wrong. Every single one of them is right from their perspective, from their personality type, because that is the way they process the information. And each one of them will go and do something different with that information. And again, it's right. So by presenting an arena where there are all of these perspectives, all of these teachings and guidings and and beautiful divine lessons that helps people get to a better place within their own life, they can now go back to their communities and expand this even further and let that ripple effect reach out around the world. Yes, there's some horrible things going on in this world, absolutely catastrophic. I've just done a show on, on child sex trafficking and it is quite disgusting how this how this is. It's really uh, how uh, any human being, mostly men, can look at a child and want to have sex with them is a sickness that needs to be purged. We need to really look at ourselves as human beings. We've been given a, a, a world that is absolutely heaven on earth. We have every single thing we need here and more. And yet we always want what we can't have, the forbidden. We're always so gluttonous, fat and greedy, but still want more because we haven't learned how to be satisfied. We haven't learned how to have gratitude. We haven't learned how to have self-respect or respect for others. And it is time that we step up and stop being so self-centered and be more self-aware, self-embracing, of your soul, your heart and your spirit, of your knowingness. Stop letting society dictate to you. Stop letting that demon inside of you speak to you. Start looking at who you are, what you can be, 
how much more you are uh, and you have to contribute to the world. I invite you to come over to selfdiscoveryradio.com and listen to the very many shows. I do shows on Choose Positive Living, Their Story Matters, Positive Vibrations Roundtable, and this show will also air on Sarasar's um, View of Life. We have other hosts, Wise Health, Wellness Journey, um, Transforming Relationships, plus past hosts that have been on there. Over 1,450 shows thus far. They're all accessible with download, uh, on-demand listening, and each one of them brings some form of wisdom, knowledge that can be shared with you that can help you on your path. So here I go, a leap of faith, for I believe in my meaningful purpose and the journey it took to get here. I'm ready to take this vision into reality. I'm open to partnership and with those who share the dream and step forth in action. I'm enjoyed to know that this will build a safe haven for all those who wish to embrace their soul the heart, the spirit freedom, and become part of the solution to the world's problems. It all starts within us, within us and because of us. So let this be a platform that unites us in unity, dignity and meaningful global purpose. Because until we are ready or willing to take responsibility and action and embracement of our own lives, we cannot be part of that solution that the world needs. But when we do, and we realize how many others out there are doing the same. That beautiful web starts joining. And we realize that in our wholeness, our togetherness is so much stronger. Uniting each other with a common purpose, a common call. When we look at looking at life with love and kindness and respect, we truly understand this the simplicity of it. It's all very simple. We want to be treated with love, kindness and respect. We want to be valued for who we are and what we contribute. We want to know our lives count for something. So if we want that, why doesn't somebody else want that? And why are we not giving it to them? So let's look inside of ourselves. A really clean house. It's spring. Clean house. How much garbage have you carried around in there that doesn't even belong to you? It's time to clean it out. Get rid of all of those old beliefs that are holding you back. And start inserting that infusion of love and kindness and respect and self-value. And let that grow. Let it burn away all the other doubt that lies within you. And start listening to these people that have such wisdom that have gone before you, that have had to face such adversity, so many challenges, yet have come out r enriched, abundant, beautiful people living in that meaningful purpose that contributes to society. Come and listen to them on selfdiscoveryradio.com for we have people that are going to blow your socks off and they're going to invite you to take your own journey and they're going to offer their hand to you to help you on your journey. This is what it's about, folks being inspired by those that have gone before and also embracing all that lies within us. We can do it. Whether it's a physical global village or whether it's a, a virtual global village, let's build together, let's unite together, let's help one another because in doing so, we're helping the planet. It's time for a change and let that change be a conscious one. I'll be back again tune in to some more shows and don't forget selfdiscoveryradio.com has even more for you
Until next time, folks. I hope you enjoyed this show. For more shows like this and all the interviews of extraordinary people from around the world doing magnificent things, please do tune in to selfdiscoveryradio.com. Mm-hmm.